other side of writing a book. What sort of book it is? It can be a business book, it can be a memoir, it can be anything. It can be a children's book. The process of writing will change your life. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Artist and Author Hour. I'm your host, Tony Lontis, and today we have yet another phenomenal guest to chat about their book and their journey to writing. But before we do, just a reminder, if you're watching this show live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch or Twitter, or on our own network, the Everyday Women's Network, please look at the links that are attached to the show for any information that we chat about on the show today, including the awesome gift that we usually have each week for our listeners and our audience. If you've missed any of our shows and you want to catch up, don't forget that you can jump on to replays on YouTube. You can find the shows on Binge Networks USA on the Tony TV channel and, of course, on all smart TVs across the planet, including Roku, LG, Amazon and Samsung. Now, each week we do an important recognition of the role our Indigenous people played in the development of our cultural identity. So today I want to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region, the traditional owners of the land on which we meet and broadcast, and I want to pay my respect to the Elders past present and emerging and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here watching and listening today. Now the title of our interview today is Living from the Centre Within, co-creating who you are becoming. And our guest today is the beautiful Michelle Ray and here's what you need to know. We are living amidst a transformative period in human development and experiencing dramatic paradigm shifts and leaps in human consciousness. And I want to invite you to participate in intention and awareness in who you are becoming personally, professionally and globally during this shift. And that comes directly from our guest today, Michelle Ray. Now, Michelle is the founder of the Centre Within LLC and author of the book, Living from the Centre Within, co-creating who you are becoming. She provides holistic coaching, pardon me, designed to accelerate and support personal, professional and organisational growth. Her coaching is renowned internationally. And while working with Michelle, clients have become more confident and engaged and their gifts and talents, wisdom and passion are all enhanced under her tutorship. They gain clarity and power as they expose and unblock limiting beliefs, stuck patterns and fears. During individual sessions and organisational development, Michelle utilises her abilities of deep listening and intuition, appreciative inquiry, spiritual practices, mindfulness, presence and emotional talent, intelligence. Coaching with Michelle, clients create self-directed strategies to implement the changes they desire to see and create the life they love. Now, welcome to the show, Michelle. I'm so delighted to have you here today. 
Thank you very much for the time today, Tony. You are an inspiration to so many women, including me around the planet, and I'm delighted to be among the guests that you've been interviewing. Michelle, I love the discussion around spirituality and consciousness. And so before we get into that, I thought I'd start with one of the beautiful quotes you provided, and it's, now is the time. We are the ones we have been waiting for. I love this, Michelle. What does it mean to you? Oh, it is a beautiful quote, and it is not one of my original ones. It actually originated from a number of Indigenous tribes. <gasps> so as you introduce Indigenous tribes on the land where you live in Australia, it's also a white buffalo prophecy. Right? There are multiple cultures that have brought us to this point, including the Mayan calendar itself, where we are at a time of a huge evolutionary shift, uh, depending on how you look at it. But there's been this prophecy that this is the time that we've been preparing for and we're in it, right? And so I feel this urgency to be a part of it. And also in my own story, I have a memory since I was born as a small child of somehow looking at this time on earth and knowing that we were going to go through this huge evolutionary shift and wanting to be here. So I actually believe that so many people are on the planet, lightworkers, way showers, that we have chosen to be here to support this huge, messy, confusing, amazing <laughs> time that we're in so I feel we have the angelic realms and all the beings of the cosmos you know on our side as well as the ancient wisdom keepers that have come forward to support us during this time. Michelle I think that something shifted between 2020 2021 22 2023 feels different um, from a personal perspective 2022 was really tough and I know from talking to people across the planet they all felt the same way but I actually feel a renewed positivity and excitement about now and I too believe that we're in a really fascinating period of time and I feel incredibly grateful that we're in this time so, Michelle, I want to talk about the book and I want to know how it arose within you and what prompted its writing. Can you tell us about that? Yes, the book is an accumulation of things I love to talk about every day. So <laughs> I have taught at the University of Minnesota for nearly yeah. two decades. I have individual clients, as you said, I started the Center Within in 2001 and people were asking do you have a place where the teachings are put together? I'd like to share it with my mother, my neighbor, my lover, my girlfriend's book club. Um, and so it was some blogs. I have some dug up some things from my master's in human development, some of the research on human development. I'm a, a scientist geek also. So the whole piece around quantum physics and the mind-body connection. So it was really fun for me to put together an arc that made sense and really is a roadmap. If wherever you are on your own human development, here's a roadmap, some facts, some stories, some practices that you can continue to access 
more and more of your potential being realized because I feel like we all come in as a seed and there are things that we can do just like a seed um, to blossom all the way and to flourish and thrive. And so this book is meant to be a guidebook of uh, that process for each person as the subtitle you had said, co-creating who you are becoming. Michelle, I love the fact that you have that scientific um, background in combination with the spiritual. Um, for the longest time, it was thought you were either or. You were either logic, scientific uh, brain, or you were a spiritual woo-woo brain. But to see the two combining feels like it is as it should always have been and somehow we lost track of that humanity lost track of that and I'm so glad that you bring that combination to the table and it's important that we see more and more um, women and men like you and we get to speak to them and see that dual process that happens when you speak talk and write um, the book, as you said, was written for a guide and it, it has a very practical component. Michelle, can you tell us how that works and how you envisage the book working for the readers? Yes. I, um, as a coach, as you mentioned, I have yes. a very intuitive side and very practical side. And the, the coaching part of me is takes the theories, the the ideas, right? And how do we apply them to our life? How do we shift our own awarenesses, paradigms, beliefs, if they're mm. limiting? And so the book is designed where it has some information. It has some stories. There's a practice in each of the chapters uh, that you can do for yourself to help bring you along in your own development. And then there's reflection questions at the end of each chapter. So you could work through it as a workbook, Book, but yes. it's really about applying it to your own life. And I have, I know there's been a number of different book clubs that have taken this book and done it mm -hmm. together as a group and then brought in their own stories of transformation or um, where they get stuck or they're limiting, you know, self-talk, whatever it is. And if we can do this over uh, a period of time and apply it to our lives, it begins to literally change our own wiring, right? Our, our neuroplasticity and our neurogenesis and our, our whole, our inner and outer world shifts if we can embody and integrate the teaching. So that's the practical side of it. Yeah. Michelle, in thinking about each of us wanting to live our lives as our best selves or putting our best self forward into the world, um, there's people that might be watching or listening today and for some of those this is the first time they're hearing that there may be alternatives to the life that they're living that they may not be living their best life can you tell us why it's important as a human being to aim towards living that best life because we all have innate gifts and if we don't realize or become aware of what they are we not only deprive ourselves as a human being but we deprive the world don't we 
We absolutely do. And it's an inside to outside job, exactly what you're saying. So if there's any place in anyone listening that you have been told or taught that you are limited, that you are needing to play small, Mm -hmm. that you are deficient in some way, that you are unlovable, unworthy, right? All of that inner error is off the mark. Don't speak, don't tell your story. There's a plethora, isn't there? It is. And so for us to bring that from our subconscious or, oh, that's Mm -hmm. just the way it is into our awareness, Mm -hmm. you are exactly right, Tony. It starts when we recognize it's a choice Mm -hmm. and we make the pause. We see it clearly like in a mirror. We observe it and we're like, huh, do I want to continue that limiting belief in instructing my life? Or do I want to set it down? And when we have the empowered choice to live our best life, then to your point, what happens is we start to make small changes every day, whether it's the food we put in our mouth, the amount of sleep we get, the amount of rest we take, all of the small, the relationships we're in that nurture us versus deplete us. You just start making these very small, empowered, authentic choices as you had mentioned, in alignment with our gifts, our talents, right, our passions. Mm -hmm. And then things began to turn around gradually so that we live an aligned life. And what I really appreciate about what you said, Tony, is it gives everyone else permission to do the same. And it totally changes our ability to be of service in the world is one of the huge pieces that we influence everything we touch when we are more cohesive, as heart math teaches us, right? When we're more in alignment, when our yeah. resonance, we have this thing uh, called mirror neurons inside yes. of us and we attune, right? We attune to each other. And so imagine you living an empowered, authentic life with this high frequency, this hum of power, just radiating your it's inner a essence. different way of living. And until you start to play in that space in that awareness you don't realize just what you're missing and I'm talking about the synchronicity synchronicity and the flow and and the the way that your day goes and your ability to rebound after a setback and your resilience to life and your understanding it's all of those things and once you start living and walking that way there's no going back it's an, it then becomes an ongoing journey to, to increase your awareness, to increase your growth. And it's not, it's not always easy, though, is it, Michelle? It's not. But I appreciate you setting, in case anyone's wondering what those limiting beliefs get uh, reprogrammed, it is our birthright to live in joy. I mean, and we really forget take- that, don't we? We do. We do. And so you're reminding us of it. And I'm just re shining a little light on it and re-emphasizing it. But to really know that we are unique expressions of this one divine flow of energy and to fully blossom. And to your point, things that we bump up against, right? There is a it's a difficult process. Life is filled with birth and death and trauma and, and all the rest of it. But the point of this is that you have an increased ability to remain calm and 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 there's a knowing and an ease and yes there'll be tears and hard times but 
there's just it shifts quickly doesn't it it's the previous me would stay in that distraught trauma for whatever reason for quite a long time the shift is that you now overnight okay I've got this it's all right let's do better yeah it is and you take these opportunities you don't forget as you continue to develop that this has a beginning middle and end and you stay connected mm-hmm. to this flow the synchronicity the intuition yes. the deep trust yes that I have the capacity to make the very best choice I can with all of my resources, all of my friends, my people. And no, this is an unanticipated setback or or stumbling block, but the resilience is within us. And we also shift. And then the long periods of time where we're not having any traumatic experience actually occurring, two things happen. One is we don't relive past ones and we don't worry about the future because we know when we get there, We'll, we'll have what we need to figure it out. So there's a confidence that builds. And yes, now, that's the word, isn't there? There's a we confident now to, understanding that it's it's all meant as it should be. And what do I need to learn from this? And how do I do better, you know, going forward? And it becomes less of a chore and more of a joy, doesn't it? Exactly right. And you know, when we have these long periods of time now in between where we're not worrying about the past or future, and there really is in the present moment, nothing needing our attention in terms of drama and trauma, what happens is we begin to notice the miracles that we didn't have the attention free before. Yes. They were happening, but we didn't notice them. And so you get up in the morning, you're like, I wonder what miracles are going to happen today. And you sort of have a, a perspective that you deserve this joyful life and that you can have a hand up and a hand down, right? We have a hand up to who we might be learning from this show, a podcast, a book, a inspirational quote. And we have a hand down offering service to somebody that needs a door open at the grocery store or, you know, our niece that gives us a call because we're that auntie. Right. Mm -hmm. And so those are the ways every day that we have a different perspective of resilience and living in this ease I call it EFG ease flow and grace and then when things come up that exactly come up unexpected that are needing our attention attention, we've got it yeah yeah um Michelle I want to talk um specifically about this shift in into the new era And I talk about this too in terms of my specific age group because I've heard and I've embraced this thought that we are the bridges of this era. So so men and women in this this generation, yours and mine, um, that are around that, you know, 40 to 60, we remember life pre-technology, pre-the internet, that and we've had to grasp learn and understand technology and move into this era which is completely overwhelmed I guess with technology and together with that we are moving into a new era of human consciousness understanding and awareness so for the audience can you just put some context around that for us Michelle in terms of what we mean when we talk about a new era 
Yes, I agree. We are the bridgers, those of us who are here right now. I have, um, in my own guidance, I'm told that in three generations, the new light, the new human, literally, yes. will yes. be the more commonplace. So right now we're in this space in between. And in the new era, we're going to move from the old era of survival to this new era of flourishing. Yeah. And so... Abundance. And so here's some words I've used in my book to describe mm -hmm. it. We're moving from depletion to sustainability, from, from secrecy mm -hmm. to transparency, from this place of feeling exclusive to inclusive, Inclusive. right? For self-serving to mutually beneficial. Yeah. So violence yes. to peace, right? Yeah. Breaking down to breaking through, dominance to freedom discrimination to equality. There's a, a fun list that I've put together um, in this book. And one of the things about it that I, again, back to my coaching, how are we, what does this mean to us? We're going to start putting in society all of these tools. So let's mm. say in our education system, the purpose of it is that a child comes in and they're a seed and they have all these different intelligences, these multidimensional intelligences. Mm -hmm. conversational, spiritual, emotional, yeah. social, right? That we develop so that they grow fully into their blossoming. We yeah. parent that way. Our government yeah. support that. Oh. And then what happens, right? Is that we become adults. Early on, we're fully blossomed. Yes. We know our gifts and talents and passions. And so then we offer our service in whatever it is, whether we're a horticulturist or a television producer or yes. a professional athlete, right? Yeah. But we live out our full potential, inviting everyone else to do the same. And then we mentor mm -hmm. and we are in society with, right, where we celebrate each other's whims. Rather this, if I have, you don't, right? That old yes. era thinking, yes. especially I'm going to go so far as to say that more of we're bringing the feminine back online in balance I, with the masculine. I was just going to say, Michelle, there needs to be a rebalancing of masculine and feminine. And for that to happen, the feminine energy across the planet needs to rise and meet the masculine because we've had millennia of patriarchy and masculine energy and and there needs to be a rebalancing and not an overtaking not neither is better or than the other but it needs to be rebalanced because that feminine energy brings the caring the nurturing the intuition so many amazing gifts and once that balance we have a new humanity don't we we absolutely do. The words that I hear in my guidance is there'll be a fusion. Right? <sighs> so it's almost like an alchemical when they when it comes back to that balance, you know, like the yin and the yang, mm -hmm. then there's like it opens a portal where all count, right? In in any given moment, this moment might require a lot of expressing and doing and, and yes. masculine energy. And this moment might be a totally listening and receiving and mm -hmm. resting or nurturing. Right, and that there'll be this non-separate, yes. not either or. One of the ways I like to talk about the new era is we're moving from an either or, compare and judge, to an and, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where it's this and that, and it's in the flow. And so whatever the optimal in that moment, the mm -hmm. optimal group of people that you work on a project with, right? It's yes. not going to be this hierarchical. So I'm excited. 
so am I because I see glimpses of it glimpses of that almost every day there'll be something that is happening in life or business and within a very short period of time the people that have the answers or the people that can help just show up and I it is a phenomenal way to live your life because it just happens and there's no and it is with ease and flow and grace and and I wish that for every human on the planet you know I wish that for everyone to experience um Michelle we talk about consciousness for the audience that might be unfamiliar with that wording what do we we mean we talk about consciousness and different levels of consciousness and why is that important to understand Thank you for the question. The book has a map of three levels of consciousness. And there's a variety, depending on your discipline, I actually have a bunch of resources in there too. Yes. But, um, you know, whether it's the psychological model or different models, but the one I like to think about with this three step is there's a level of consciousness where I am an individual. And my goal is to work to be a good citizen, contribute meaning, have my needs met Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a a lot of scarcity there's a lot of sense of if if I take you know somebody else has to suffer there's Mm -hmm. this ongoing sense of lack and we move into a place where we can be balanced but what you're talking about is we also have access to I as a first person as an interconnected being Mm -hmm. and the individual doesn't go anywhere it becomes like our physical, mental, emotional, and etheric bodies become balanced if we need more sleep, if we need more broccoli, right? We yes. in tune. Yes. We, and even with a little less forgiving, like it's, you know, pay attention. Mm-hmm. But when you open up to I as an individual, and Tony, you just described it beautifully, am part of an interconnected web mm-hmm. where I can hold an intention and there's, it's met on this morphic yes. field. And yes. this person magically, seemingly, but it's normal. It's how the laws function uh, in this And I was going to say, Michelle, world. I'm just starting to experiencing, experience that. And I just, audience, it, there, is, there is no other way to live. It, it is a different way to walk through life completely different yep it's a completely different access to this field of consciousness so your question and then i'll talk about the third level of um, consciousness in this map but consciousness we can think of as this huge sea of all that is right from cosmic to the center of the earth to the magnetic grid systems and electromagnetic right all of it all of it and all of the omniverses are part of this field of consciousness. And then we as an individual vessel, sacred vessel, are a, an expression of this one unified field of consciousness in this unique form. And what we're talking about is training our vessel so that we can perceive more of the field of consciousness that's always already present, but might operate outside of our awareness, kind of like a dog whistle. We might not be able to hear it, Mm -hmm. right? And so what you're talking about is that we literally can 
engage in practices to increase our awareness, mm. expand our awareness so we can perceive more and more subtle levels and layers of the field of consciousness because that level exists for everyone even those who are caught in drama and trauma and think that us talking about miracles arising every day in response to our intention magically out of the field of of consciousness is think it's impossible yes and i i completely from that perspective this individual scarcity based point yes. of view it yes. is not possible so we're Correct. inviting everyone today to play I love your language earlier and be curious what yes. will it look like if I engage in these practices that can open my awareness then when I send my intention out I have a different kind of awareness to see or receive mm-hmm. the answer to my intention and you don't have to know you do not have to know so um for instance you may have an an issue in life or business and you can see no answer or solution if you put that intention out with awareness of how consciousness works and you trust in that process the answer or solution will become evident And the timing of that is also fluid and flexible. So you actually have to put it out and let it go and then just keep going, you know? Absolutely. I appreciate the succinctness of you talking about what we're inviting people to play with, to be curious about. That's exactly how it works. And then be expecting the answer a lot of times to be surprising Yes. Hold yes. the condition of awe and wonder, right? And just go, wow, I didn't even know that existed. Right? A childlike wonder and curiosity. Um, my, my husband uses that phrase to me. You have a childlike curiosity, wonder and amazement. But I do, I, I just, for me, it's joyful, exciting when a solution appears out of nowhere and it's just like, Oh, wow. Thank you. So you're giving us some very specific ways to cultivate accessing a level of consciousness of the interconnected. And for many of us, there's, I'd be hard pressed to think there isn't anyone listening live or later that hasn't experienced this third level of consciousness, which is infinite or unity consciousness, Mm -hmm. where you just completely lose yourself in gardening or running, Uh, right? In nature, there's a a powerful connection between nature, nature energy, and consciousness as well, for those people that are wondering. So that walk along the beach in the morning, that gardening, that cycling, they're important components of this, this bigger uh, understanding and awareness that Michelle and I are talking about. Exactly. So yes, being in nature is, it literally biochemically releases ions that are no longer necessary, right? It literally attunes you, brings you into coherence. Mm-hmm. So it tunes up this vessel so that we can now pay attention in a different way. Yeah. One of my favorite ways of talking about this is the magic eye pictures. I don't know if you've ever seen those. No, I haven't. There are a bunch of wiggly lines. Yes. And if you soften your view, a 
three-dimensional picture appears. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you mean. Yes, yes. And it's not that the three-dimensional picture isn't always there. It is always there. It's but you can't see it. And you have unless, to soften the lens to see it. And that's what we're inviting our listeners to do today, to play with that. And nature is a great place. So take a minute in nature, right? Take 60 seconds, close your eyes and feel the energy of the trees and the grass and the crystals and the animals. Like you can, because it's the same energy flowing through all living things. And that's mm -hmm. where you, exactly what you're giving us as a great practice, touch into that field of the infinite where you can feel that ground of being and that flow that moves in and as and through all life. Yeah. And once you know that, you can't unknow that experience. That's right. It, it, it changes your perspective yeah. for always, as long as you're open to that. If you, if you shut it down and say, that's woo-woo, I'm not listening to that, you shut down that ability to be curious and to play, uh, as you're describing, just allow yourself the gift of play and just have fun with it. It, it, it it's not harmful in, in any way, is it? It's not only not harmful, it brings us into alignment with our mm. actual center within. Mm. It brings us into a more natural, organic condition mm. Because what we're doing is all the conditioning that's false that we've taken yes. on gets released. And what we're left with is this essential nature that you and I are mm. pointing to, which is so yeah. fun. Yeah. This joy, this fully blossom into our passions. And then knowing that we are part of this intricate web of field of consciousness, and we might be the answer to someone's intention. We might Absolutely. be the miracle that shows up. Absolutely. And I've experienced that. And it is wonderful. Wonderful. It makes you day, it lights you up. It just it's a that's a wonderful space to live life from. Michelle, um, we've talked about consciousness and, and a new era. Um, I want to briefly discuss that body heart energy connection if you can for the audience yes one of the things that's been very exciting in my scientific years my first degree mm. is, is as a registered pharmacist so I've been yes. playing as an alchemist in a number of ways throughout mm. my career but what we've learned so much more about is the mind-body connection and so one of the practices that we have is if you get hyper aroused or over aroused mm. or triggered or in mm. some kind of ruminating, right? And you notice in your body, the stress symptoms, you might yes. notice the trigger, yes. you, you notice your physical symptoms, your behavioral symptoms, your emotional symptoms, your habits. And if you can notice, again, you make the pause mm. and with your mind, you can calm your body. You can bring it back to balance. You can activate the relaxation response mm -hmm. and find homeostasis and balancing that sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. The chemicals we release when we're triggered, we're stressed, are literally eat away at the bottoms of our, our, the, our telomeres, the bottoms of our chromosomes. They yes. set up an environment in the cells to turn on genes that are harmful. 
Yes. And so this way that our mind body, our, our mind can relax and produce oxytocin when we're with yes. each other in a positive nurturing relationship that bathes us, endorphins, right? Yes. And we've learned so much about the gut health, yes. right? And produces the serotonin and norepinephrine in our brains. Yes. So there's this polyvagal this nervous system that comes down and connects all of our body mm. and all of it is energy right the chakra systems flow through our bodies and just think of all the energetic systems of our nervous system digestive system yes. bone system and they, they all flow together and then of course as you and I were talking about beyond our physical body mm. not even just that which is contained the etheric body also yes. is energy we have those beautiful paintings by some artist Alex Gray right that show us all the energy and we want to be sure that stays and then our quantum self and our earth star place yes. where we connect to the energy of the earth and yes. let that flow up that's part of the energy of our body mm. right and the energy of the cosmos. Yeah. And uh, I'm just thinking at the moment of these little tiny particles called neutrinos that flow 100,000 of them through every cubic centimeter in our bodies every second. I mean, there's just like an, I could talk for a long time as you can I tell, know. I'm a geeky person. <laughs> but I really, it's so fun to know that we have the capacity, again, to notice and then choose yeah. to have our this vessel be attuned yes. to be able to access those interconnected and infinite levels of consciousness. Oh, wow. Um, in talking about those multiple levels of um, consciousness, those multiple dimensions, can you describe the best way to start integrating them into our lives? Yes, I call it multidimensional mindfulness. <clears throat> so let's say you have oh, mindfulness I love that. in your body and you yeah. take a moment to, let's say, focus on your big toe, sort of a classic mindfulness. Yeah. Is it warm? Is it cool? Is it right? All the things. So with that same way of directing our attention and awareness, we can direct it to our body, to a body scan. We can yeah. direct it to our heart. And think about somebody that we're very grateful for and let that mm -hmm. resonance and coherence of gratitude. Mm -hmm. We can direct some of our attention to this etheric body around us mm -hmm. and radiate it with love and light. Mm -hmm. We can also pay attention to our soul, right? It's yes. an aspect of us mm -hmm. that, again, is outside of, includes our body, but is outside of our body, has a non-physical component. Mm -hmm. And then the place where we're connected at a quantum point, as you're talking about, where we're connected to that field, I see it like a big web, right? Mm -hmm. All throughout all that is. And we send out our signal and it's non-local, outside of time and space. Mm -hmm. And then it gets picked up and comes back. And then we have this connection directly to source, right? This yeah. all that is, this energy that runs through all of us. Mm -hmm. And so the invitation is to spend a little bit of time placing your attention, just like we might on our big toe, yes. at our soul level, at our yes. higher self level. Yes. And just have a conversation. What does my higher self want to tell me about today? Mm -hmm. Or maybe the angels and guides that live at that level of me. Mm. what's the conversation there 
when I plug completely into source and let that energy flow in and as and through me, is there information? Is it clearing something? Is it enhancing and activating the best part of me? And so we can play with our intention and awareness mm-hmm. with what I believe the developed capacity, again, this developing our human uh, capacity, that we can have some attention lightly resting in all of those aspects of ourself at the same time. So if a message comes in from the blue jay that's talking to you, you can hear it from that dream or a dream. And to your point, Tony, we don't have to dismiss it and make it personal from our ego perspective. But what does that mean I'm supposed to do? Maybe it just means you're taking in exactly this metaphoric, right, symbolic, because that's the level of our soul and guides and and angels. And I'll just throw in, as people are practicing in the space of all the multidimensional self, we also have a multidimensional self in time. Mm-hmm. past, present, and future. So sometime, if you're interested in playing with this, have a conversation with your future self. See what <gasps> she has to teach you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, so I hadn't thought of that before, Michelle. It's pretty fun because they're just, and again, all of this is non-local, right? It's yep. time and space is contained. So just like yep. the miracles of the people showing up. So we can play with and practice accessing these multidimensional selves aspects of ourselves with our multidimensional intelligences Mm. and the more we practice just like anything the more online it is and the more we can recognize that small little nudge to do that thing yes or that person yes and reach out to that and and that awareness someone pops into your head there's a just say hi that might be, you know, or sometimes I get messages that I need to send or, or, or an email or a, a voice message. Um, act on that and learn to listen. It will change your life, listening to those quiet promptings. But you have to be, you have to be quiet and you have to allow that into your life and you have to listen. Because they're quiet, quiet and, and easily missed. If you're in the busyness of life, they can be easily missed. Michelle, I'm conscious that we, we haven't got a huge amount of time left. And I, there's a couple of things that I really want to um, talk with the audience today. One of those is you have an amazing gift for listeners today. Can you tell us about that? Yes. There's a link for two things, I believe. One is a meditation it to your is. center within. It's a beautiful meditation. So if you come and offer your new uh, setup for the newsletter and offer your email, it's a, it's a professionally recorded music, mm. beautiful mm. Uh, guided meditation to your center within. And the second is a PDF of the chapter seven of yeah. my book. Yes, And it has a lot of the practices. It's, I picked the one on transformative yes. practices Yes, because I was thinking about our conversation in the future and I asked what would be the most useful yes. and that actually is what came. Absolutely. So it's a very practical list of and anyone who's watching and just for the audience, just so you know, when I talk to these amazing people in their interviews, I always 
go and get the book, download the freebie, listen to the meditation or whatever it is that we're talking about because it's been gifted to you from a place of service. And so I encourage you, and with the show notes that go with this show today, there will be these links. Connect to Michelle. If you've been looking for someone to get you through a stuckness in your life or something's not going, reach out to Michelle. That's why I do these interviews, because Michelle is the answer to a plethora of things that you or multiple people might be having in their life. And this is one of those solutions that shows up when you most need it. And I'm presenting Michelle to the world as a solution to whatever it is you're struggling with or not understanding or wanting to know more about. These amazingly gifted women, predominantly women that I talk to and interview, have a powerful place in everyone's life. So I encourage you to reach out. I encourage you to get the book. I encourage you to download the meditation. Michelle, where's the best place to get the book? Well, you can buy it online at Amazon or any of those kind of places. It's at some bookstores. They can order it. And the publishing house is called Paragon House, P-A-R-G-O-N House, and they will send it to you as well. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Michelle, what a wonderful conversation to have today. I'm incredibly grateful for your time and taking time out of your day to share with me and my audience. Um, I look forward to continuing to follow your messages, your teachings and what you do. And I'm actually, my head is formulating the desire that we need to have another and more conversations about um, from your wisdom and your perspective. I think it's important that people understand that there is a place in this world for science-based and spiritual-based connectedness and they actually walk hand in hand for so long we've separated them and thought that they were different and we're here to tell you today that there's an integration happening and that will be for the betterment of humanity going forward michelle ray thank you so much for coming on the author and artist hour i'm your host tony lontas and that is your lot for this week my friends bye for now thank you What sort of book it is? It can be a business book, it can be a memoir, it can be anything. It can be a children's book. The process of writing will change your life.